Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. Happy Thanksgiving Eve. My name is Max McGuire. And my name is Joe Oltman. Happy Turkey you, Joe, right, Day tomorrow. Almost. Almost there. <laughs> I'll tell you, right? About a couple hours ago, I realized, oh, crap, I forgot to get a couple ingredients. So I ran to the store. And, uh, of course, I'm, I'm in the pasta aisle because I'm making macaroni and cheese. There is not a single box of elbow pasta to be seen in the entire aisle. And this woman is apparently looking for the same thing. Apparently everyone and their mother is making macaroni and cheese here in the San Antonio area. And she looks at it. She, and I hear her mutter under her breath, F Biden, except she didn't say F. And I just respond, here we go. And she apologized. Oh, no, I mean, I mean, let's go brand. I said, no, 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 let it out. Let it out. And that Please was followed let by a much out. louder, a much louder F Biden. And we, we kind of shared a moment there. And then we ended up getting different pasta because they didn't have the ones that we want because Joe Biden destroyed the supply chain. Nice little moment. You get you get more of those moments lately, it seems. Uh, so I hope no one else left shopping for last minute because it's going to be terrible. <laughs> but, but anyway, we do have a special guest today, Dr. Brian special... Artis. Yes, we do. You want to introduce him? Why, why does it say we are on Joe time on D Live? Well, because people ask, say, where where are you? We're on Joe time. We're always on Joe time. No, that that was you actually saying that. You were actually saying well, that on there. We're on Joe time. Yeah, I was on yeah. time. We're always on Joe time. Uh... No, 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 no. I definitely one hundred percent was on time. But you were on the phone. Yes. So, Doctor Artist, <laughs> by the way, has been fighting against was one of the first people to come out and talk about remdesivir. He has, he actually has his own show as well called the Doctor Artist Show. Um, he's been a, fear, a fearless fighter on the front lines. He is one of the people that speaks uh, openly and very honestly at the Clay Clark Reawaken America tour. And frankly, um, he doesn't get tired. I know, I know that there's a, there's a lot of times that you have downtime where you think about just the weight of this fight for the American people, but he has done a great job of just you know, standing in the gap and standing up for every American. So let's welcome Dr. Brian Artis to the show. How you doing? How you doing? Doing great, Joe. It's good to see you outside see of you. the backstage of <laughs> the Clay Clark fence. <laughs> welcome. And, and it's the day before Thanksgiving, so I'm the first one to tell you, you're going to tell me not to drink this and go work out, but I'm going to drink this whiskey and then I'm going to go work out, just so we're clear. <laughs> well, I love whiskey, so I'm proud of you. It's a great drink of choice. All right, there you go. So we gave a brief description. You probably got to hear a little bit of it, but if you could tell our audience a little bit about yourself um, and the work that you're doing. Um, I follow you. I listen to some of your podcasts quite often. Um, I get a little fired up about some of the things that you say at the Reawaken America tour. So uh, thank you for your service. Thank you for the work that you've done and for you know standing in the gap. Um, and I'm proud to stand shoulder to shoulder with you. Well, I'm proud of you too. And uh, I will just tell you, it is a dog fight and I will not stop until these mandated protocols or these mandated 
experimental vaccines get taken out of this country, they're devastating and demoralizing and deadly. So uh, I will not stop. I can't stop. There's too many people to try to save. And it really has, as you mentioned right before we went on this, it really does feel like a God's initiative that's pushing me every day to wake up to do this. And I told my wife the other day, I said, it's so odd. I wake up every day with this huge surge feeling that compulses me to try to go save millions of people around the world. And that's why I stay in the media so much doing so many interviews and thanks for following some of those. But the last uh, week, I'll just tell you, there's been at least two or three events I've done where me and Dr. Peter McCullough are actually yeah. uh, keynoting events and we're, we're nonstop together trying to wake up as many people as possible with his concerns about the safety of the vaccines. He talks about initially it was early treatment for COVID-19 at home was better than hospitals. And it's been amazing to watch the surge of medical professionals reach out to me, asking me to continue to be a part of their movements because the hospital protocols still to this day are the most deadly consideration or place anyone in America should not go. But still, it sometimes feels like it's their only resort to go to. But I'm going to tell you right now, after two years, I have nonstop been trying to warn people that the hospital protocols that have been established by Dr. Anthony Fauci in early May 2020 were designed to actually kill and murder hundreds of thousands, if not millions of Americans. And he was going to then take that death count and he was going to project it in the media. This is what I said in May 2020. He was going to take those dying individuals in American hospitals. He was going to give out those numbers to the media and try to scare the American public that the virus is what was killing these hospitalized Americans when in fact it was remdesivir poisoning, causing acute kidney failure, flooding these patients' lungs with fluid called pulmonary edema, and the hospitals would lie and call it secondary COVID pneumonia, which it isn't. It's actually water accumulation in the lungs because remdesivir is proven to cause acute kidney failure in 30% of all people you give it to. And now fast forward now, it's been a year and a half of me talking about this same thing. Stay away from the hospitals. Do you know how many dead Americans we have from COVID-19 treatments? A lot. It's 793,000 right now. And I hear every day from people saying that I saved their loved one's life. They were able to get them out of the ICU. They were able to pull out the remdesivir vein or the actual IV going into their veins. They pulled it out after seeing my videos and have walked out of the hospital signing against medical advice forms. And they just give me credit for helping them. And I tell them, you, you understand, I don't know how many thousands we have helped, but I know how many I hear from directly, but I believe it's been thousands but it still disgusts me that there's 793,000 dead Americans from one protocol using remdesivir that was not proven safe or effective against viruses ever when Anthony Fauci chose it. He actually selected it knowing that the one study he was referencing, he said it was proven safe and effective against, effective against the Ebola virus in 2018 and 19. That's not true. That's not true. That's, that's, he, it, was, it was never safe against Ebola. It killed 50% of the patients and the other 50% right. died. So let's just exactly let's call right. it what it is. And in every clinical study on animals and or on people led to a high mortality rate. That's exactly right. It is not effective and it is extremely dangerous. So everyone avoid the hospitals. This is why Peter McCullough, this is why Ben Marble, this is why Zev Zelenko, Harvey Reich, this is why they reach out to me and want me to continue to promoting 
The hospital protocols are dangerous because early treatment at home is by far the safe option. And that's still today what it is. So now we move into this vaccine realm that I've been super concerned about this entire time because I knew he was going to murder people in hospitals, innocent Americans who otherwise could have survived if they would have used the likes of hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, budesonide, if they would have just used these instead of bastardizing those drugs that have been FDA approved for decades, if Anthony Fauci wouldn't have just tried to destroy the reputation of those drugs and then hold the licenses of all the medical doctors in hospitals saying, if you use those FDA approved drugs, we're going to pull your license. We know you've been using them your whole career, but we're going to take them away from you now. And then we're going to fire you and take away your license. If he wasn't able to threaten them with that, uh, we would have saved another 700,000 lives. I mean, seriously, the CDC said that only 6% of the total deaths from COVID-19 in America actually died from COVID-19 without any other comorbidities or diseases. I guarantee you those people that had heart disease, that had diabetes, that were overweight, the remdesivir is proven to be more dangerous to their liver and their kidneys because of their current medical treatments they're already on, which are also pharmaceutical drugs. So the drug remdesivir compounded the kidney failure already being created chronically by those medications treating those comorbidities. So yes, I think we could have saved at least 700,000 of these Americans from dying. You know, it's amazing, Joe and Max, America, which only has less than 5% of the whole world's population, less than five. This virus has gone around the entire world and infected 7 billion people. How is it possible that the United States of America has the highest death total of any other country in the whole world? We right. have 793,000 dead. We represent 15% of all the deaths worldwide. Really? You know why? I'll Brazil. tell you why. You want to know why? I'll tell you, you tell me, Joe. Because it's a communist socialist agenda. It is a it is a globalist agenda to destroy the very fiber of every nation so that they can take control of those nations and enslave the people of not just the United States, but those around the world. And look, I, I was a negotiator in the Middle East and Africa for six and a half years. I saw all of the things that they're trying today. They tried them there first. So they were in Syria first, they were in Egypt first, they were in Sudan first, they were doing this in, in Kenya first, and Uganda first. They were doing it there first, and then they brought it here. There it was tribal, here it's racist. It, it's, it's racism, it's, it's based on, on race. But, but they want to confuse us, they want to daze us, they want to take away options, take away, remdes or excuse me, take away ivermectin, take away hydroxychloroquine, they want to take those things away and then make the only fundal remdesivir so they can kill you. They want to create the drama that they've created today. They want to create the frenzy that they've created today. And, and well, by the Joe, way, you mentioned seven, Africa. You mentioned yeah. Africa. We look at the map. Yeah. If you look at the heat map of where COVID deaths have been, the least amount of deaths, whether you're looking at raw numbers or per capita, happen in yeah. countries where they are prophylactically taking hydroxychloroquine for yes. malaria where they are using ivermectin regularly to treat yes. a, as an anti-parasitic. Yes. You're talking about areas where there's not a lot of clean water, so people are getting parasites all the time, and ivermectin is, is regularly sold. Here, you only really take ivermectin if you're coming back from overseas. Yeah, right? so That's I, the only time that you really find it. So I've had malaria twice, and both times malaria. One, I had it really bad. I was in the bush in 
um, North Africa. And uh, frankly, I was really, really sick. And they gave me ivermectin at that point. Um, it, frankly, I think it was ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine. I know I've taken ivermectin prophylactically when I went there and when I came back. But by the way, it tears up your stomach. I just wanted to let you know, Doc, they got to figure out a way to make sure that there's some probiotics that go with it. Yeah. Because it does tear up your stomach, right? People don't understand. They're like, you know, I'm just not feeling very well stomach-wise. Yeah. You need to take some probiotics. But um, I... It, well, where, where are we at, Doctor? Because it seems so obvious that everywhere that's using these two drugs, either prophylactically or regularly to treat other ailments, they seem to be the countries that don't have COVID-19. That's barely kidding. even a blip. And I just, yeah, and when we just said that America still has the highest death total from COVID-19, where are they all dying in America? They're dying in ICUs, being pumped full of remdesivir and being vented to death. So what's the second highest death total country in the world? It's Brazil. Brazil has over 610,000 deaths. Do you know what is the only drug they've been using since the beginning of March 2020? Remdesivir. For all hospitalized yeah, just guess. Remdesivir. 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 100%. Yeah. 100%. I read, yep. I read so, the study they did there, though, trying to convince the people there. And people now are rising up going, you're, you're killing us. You're killing exactly us. Exactly right. They're, they're yeah. literally and saying I, that on the streets now. Do not send. So you don't know this, uh, Dr. Artis, but I actually went to, um, I had the unfortunate opportunity to get impaled by a arrow. One of the few it tells times. Tells a story to everyone who comes on. <laughs> one of the few it times. Wasn't, it wasn't an it's arrow. It's let's let's It wasn't an arrow being shot by a native. No. It was no, it an wasn't. arrow that was connected yes. to a picture frame. It was, it was, no, it was, on a, <laughs> it was on a frame. So I yeah. fell over. What makes it worse is that because of how I fell over and the fact that I was holding myself up, the, I could see the arrow going through my pants and through my thigh in slow motion. Like it was happening slowly. It wasn't like it happened. And as a doctor, you're like, uh, the most painful thing to do. Oh, it was terrible. And then I had to get up and pull the arrow out, which was terrible as well. But when I went to the doctors, when I went to the hospital, um, which amazingly enough, I'll probably ask you off air why it didn't bleed immediately. And then I sat down and literally it started gushing like a river. But <laughs> when I went to the emergency room, they're like, you need a tetanus shot. I was like, over my dead body, I had one last week. I, you got one last week? I was like, yeah, I stepped on a nail last week, gave me a tetanus shot, and I'm good. I, was, I did not want them to give me anything. That I didn't, I couldn't look at the bottle. I looked at the bottle that they used to numb the, the wound. And I looked at it, and I'm like, okay, that's safe. But you can't help but do that. You're questioning every part of the medical environment because the radical left is not looking at facts. They're not even spewing facts. They're just saying rhetoric and propaganda, like, okay. you're going to kill grandma. You just want to die. You just want to kill people. They're saying things like the unvaccinated are causing mass amounts of, of uh, a, a pandemic with the vaccinated, which is just not true. But, and they don't Joe, support. Joe. What? Sorry. Joe. What? Joe. What? 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 Did you see the, F Did you see the FDA document with oh Pfizer on October 26th when they decided to give, go ahead and give the child 15, 5 to 11-year-old children in America, all 28 million of them, the shots. Did you see this document? Have you no. seen page 14 of this document? Uh, it actually it says, says it, it, it's going to take five years to study it, but we're going to give it to them anyway, that part of it? Yeah. 
No, 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 not that part. The, my, I could not believe this part. It says that since August 1st of this year till October 26th, 40% of all new cases of COVID-19, they blame on children ages 5 to 11 and says that the entire pandemic is being continued because of the children super spreading it. This is, That's what this it is says. absurd. This is absurd. Even though they're asymptomatic. No symptoms, but they're to blame. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Well, to piggyback, on what I said about, to piggyback what I said about Africa, I was reading, I was, I'm trying to figure out why aren't they just admitting it's hydroxychloroquine, it's ivermectin, and other drugs, other antiviral drugs that are being used in Africa and in, in third world countries. The official explanation for why Africa is lower, they're saying there's less obesity, which is true, but also that the life expectancy is lower, so there's fewer old people to die. So oh, come on. They're talking out of both sides of their mouth, right? They're, they're saying, people are oh, trash. they don't have any COVID because they have a younger population. And then over here, they're saying, oh, no, our younger population is actually causing it all. This podcast is sponsored by Air Med Care Network, the premier insurance plan to cover you and your household should any of you suffer a medical emergency and need to be airlifted to a hospital. We don't get to choose when a disaster strikes. You don't get to choose how you get taken to the hospital. Anyone who has been taken to a hospital or has a loved one who's gone to a hospital by ambulance, you know it's very expensive and you know insurance won't usually cover it. Well, when you have to be airlifted by a helicopter, it's much more expensive. And yeah, insurance won't cover that either. Air Med Care Network exists to make sure you don't risk bankruptcy in the event that someone in your house has to be airlifted to a hospital for medical treatment. So when you sign up at the link in our description, airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily, and use promo code daily, not only are they going to give you coverage for your entire household for one year for $85, but they're also going to give you money back up to 50 bucks, depending on how many years you sign up for. So again, that's airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily, and use promo code daily to get up to $50 back. You can't have it both ways. I just there's there's so much hypocrisy in the whole thing. So you're on we're on we're on the air, right? I want I want to show you this. Yes. Do you see this? Can you tell what association that is? Oh, American Heart Association. AHA, yeah. Yeah, okay. American Hold Heart on. Association. I have, read, I have to read from the American Heart Association from November eighth. Ready? You gotta hear this. Okay, ready? <laughs> we conclude that the mRNA vaccines dramatically increase inflammation on the endothelium and T-cell infiltration of heart muscle and may account for the observations of increased thrombosis, blood clots, cardiomyopathy, heart failure, and other vascular events following vaccination. Can you believe that? That's right on yeah. AHA's website. And they but, actually are going to now push this onto five and eleven-year-old children across America because they want to kill our kids. They want to kill our kids. You know they, they started. Be, they should be in prison and be murdered. Hey, listen. Uh, this morning, um, Rachel Rodriguez came on. This morning, she's a lawyer out of uh, Florida, and and she goes, "Look, I'm fighting in court, and I'm like, I'd rather fight in the streets personally. I'd rather punch these people right in the face." I and, agree. And, and I'm going to tell you. I'm from the south side of heaven, so I will pray for you after I'm done with you. But we're in a war right now, Dr. Artis. We're in a war. We're in a war for the, yeah, for the soul of America. And, and for people not to understand where we are. Guys, listen, it, it always amazes me. We get, we get Lynn Wood on here, and 90,000 people will listen to us live on the video. We, we talk about something like the vaccine. You're like, oh, I'm tired. I don't want to talk about it. Hit the damn share button and tell people to listen to this. I don't want 10,000 people listening. I want 90,000 people listening. Sorry, Dr. Artis. I need to chastise people here. 
You need to understand the fact that we are the warriors. We are the people on the street that will stop them from being able to take away our children, killing our children, taking away our rights, the basic freedoms that you have to not inject stuff in your body that can kill you. And frankly, we need to take back our medical environment, take back the, 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 just the basic yes, principles of health, because right now it is run by special interests and groups that literally want to, I don't know, I mean, I'm going to think very cynically, they want to destroy the fiber of America, and they want to take every dollar that's left from you in the process. Do you know so how many kids them. died from COVID-19 in the entire pandemic so far in America? age zero to 18. Do you know how many have died supposedly from COVID-19? I think you're going to tell It's 143. Do you know how many kids that are just teenagers have died since getting the Pfizer shot? Do you know? No. No, how many? 750. Wow. There's been six times the amount of deaths from the vaccines than there was from that entire age group going all the way down to newborns in America that died from COVID-19. Why are we going to continue? Now I have to say this also, think about this, Joe and Max, I like common sense. I would like Stop to it. know why anyone on the planet thinks that after this virus has gone around the world for two years, we've had three, four, five different variants. Why, if it's infected the whole world for two years, why would you take all the children, five to 11 years old, who have 100% survived the pandemic. And immunity. Why after two years do you think you need to vaccinate them now? They don't need any help. And, They've already and survived 100%. And, and this vaccinate is the, uh, them document against the original strain. Blame them. That's the document I was talking about earlier. That's all. And Dr. Artis, really they're, not just vaccinating, they're not just vaccinating the kids. They're vaccinating the kids against the original strain. So not yes, even against the newer perfect. strains. Yeah. So, I mean, we, every flu season, <clears throat> we get sick with different strains of flu that can trace their lineage back to Spanish flu. The Spanish flu never really went away. It kept evolving, and it is still with us today. But we've learned to adapt to it. We've learned to survive it. It's not nearly as fatal as it was back then. Um, it's beyond, I mean, we're in an endemic phase. Whether, whether you want to call it a pandemic or not, uh, like as far as the virus is concerned, we're, we're in an endemic phase where this is going to be with us and we have to learn to live with it. I mean, Joe, they just, we mentioned this today in Colorado, they have now implemented in Denver, in Arapahoe, in Adams County, anyone who wants to go indoors for any government or corporate location, they have to either be vaccinated or wear a mask. I mean, we're here almost two years later and they're locking, they're, they're in the process of, of moving towards lockdowns again. What has anything changed on that, Joe, in Colorado since that news broke yesterday? No, no. Listen, ye yesterday they instituted a new mask mandate, and I walked in to get my haircut tonight. Looks pretty good, by the way. Uh, get my haircut tonight, <laughs> and they wanted me to wear a mask. They said, "Do you want a mask?" And I was like, "No, I don't." And they're like, "Well, you, you, as of yesterday, you have to wear a mask." And I go, "Getting no, a haircut. You, you have to wear a mask. I'm not wearing a mask." And the woman's like, "Well, you have to wear a mask." And I go. Um, miss, I've been no. a member here getting a haircut for the last eight years. So you need to go talk to someone, but I'm not wearing a mask. 
And I'm not going to tell you what the place is. It's a, it's a fat, it's a great place. And they have great haircuts. And, and so I walk over and I go sit down with my, my with my barbaress. She's a, she's a woman. She's a barber. She sits down with me and she looks at me and she goes, no, you're definitely not wearing a mask. <laughs> I go, no, because <laughs> from yesterday to today, we have the same thing and I'm still not sick and I'm still not putting on a mask. Sorry, not sorry. And- yeah. And, and really, truly, look at this. Have you not seen the list? It is currently 128 studies confirm that natural immunity is far superior to all COVID-19 vaccine immunity. I don't know how many research studies you need, Max. I don't know how many research studies you need to see, Joe, but I think three or four would be enough. We're at 128. Go to brownstone.org and look at the list. It's all compiled there for you by Paul Elias Alexander, PhD. It's phenomenal. Just follow it. It's ridiculous. Natural immunity wins. God's natural immunity has always proven far superior to anything man thinks he made in a lab that can make God's creation better. Why are you propagating me? Why are you lying to me right now? Why are you telling me truth? I don't want to hear the truth, Dr. Artis. I want to hear more lies. I want to have the mainstream media make me want to say the sky is falling and run around like Chicken Little. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. That's what I want to hear. That was a great impersonation. I know. I'm not so sure that's really what you want to hear since you would wear the mask to get your hair cut tonight. (laughs) I wasn't going to do that either. We're in that crazy place, right, where where people are believing it. And I look at them and I go, Why? Why are you believing this? Why? What's this? This is the Brownstone Institute. This is where you can actually get all those Brownstone.org. There you are. Oh. Yep. Yeah. That is it. Yeah. Everybody's a follow Brownstone.org. Yeah. Just go there. That's all. But but here's the other thing. Because they have the bullhorn of the of the mainstream media and the big tech, and because they are basically paid for this globalist environment, they are using it in a very evil way. Uh you know, we're getting ready to drop a lawsuit on Facebook. We've been going through this entire process to make sure we laid it out. And we've been we've been collecting information because we have, I don't know, a hundred and some odd thousand people on 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 Facebook um, alone. And I don't care about Facebook. I don't even care that we're not on that we're trying to get off Facebook. We walked away from YouTube and actually things got better. So I, I think that Facebook just needs to understand that they're not allowed to silence people. But what they it's do the principle. is they, yeah, it's the principle of it for me. And, and, and I want to be the one to say F you. I want to be the one to stand up to Facebook and say F you. And do it in such a way that they don't have a choice, that, that they have to pay punitive damages for the fact that they are suppressing truth. Because we have never lied. We didn't bring you on here and say, hey, Dr. Artis, hey, can you lie about this? Can you do me a favor and just lie about this? You don't have to lie because the facts are truth. They're truth. And the radical left lies, and they lie. But, but we look at this kind of circle that they build and the things that they do, and it's so dangerous. And people, even loved ones, people that I, in my family, I have to have conversations with them all the time. They're like, Joe, are you sure? And even going into Thanksgiving, I had a conversation with a family member this morning. And man, I got to tell you, it was disheartening because she said, I don't want to talk about this before Thanksgiving. And I go, you're thinking about getting the booster shot. <laughs> she goes, yeah. And I go, please don't. Do me a favor, at least, and while we were sitting here, I sent it over to the brownstone.org because you said it, and I was like, boom, sent it right over. I was like, do me a favor, stop getting your news from TikTok. Stop getting it from 
CNN. You don't like TikTok. I like TikTok. No. F TikTok. I like TikTok. I like I like laughing at liberals on TikTok. It's it's a very fun. Wait, do you like your news from TikTok, Max? No, That's I don't get point. my I don't get my news from TikTok. But people do. They they have these these shaming parties that happen where people are shaming people over TikTok, and so I just I I, t- I told her I was like stop, stop being lazy, stop. You're being lazy. If you get your news from them and you look at them and like, they must be telling me the truth. And, and here's what I've concluded. There are a lot of good people out there that cannot imagine the evil that we face in our society and they can't think in their mind, why would these people lie? Why would it be on TV? Why would it be allowed? They, they look at it and go, why would anybody allow this evil? But it's really, nobody's allowing the evil to occur. We're talking about it. We're screaming it from the highest, the highest deal, right? It's almost like Jesus telling you everybody's Jesus. It was like, God, oh, you're not the son of God. And they hung him from a cross and said, ha, where's your God now? And then he came back three days later and he's like, I'm right here. <laughs> but that's where well, we're Fauci's at. Fauci's already talking about a fourth booster. Yeah. Do you see him today talking about they're, they're trying to figure out fourth boosters? You can't get, you don't even have data yeah. on a third booster yet. And they're already talking about four. But they don't care because it's money. It's money. It's all and about money. It's crazy. Well, have you this heard that Australia gets... already purchased enough vaccines to give out seven boosters to all of their citizens? And Canada's already bought enough for They don't even last that long. Yeah, they don't even, they'll spoil by then. They'll spoil by seven boosters. Even yeah, on the most aggressive timetable. So, all, th- th- Dr. Artis... We're in an endemic phase, right? So if you yes. are vaccinated, the odds of you going through life and not encountering the virus again naturally, right? And getting some of some of the extra little boost from that, from your body, then defeating the virus naturally. The odds of that happening slim to none. Unless you're living in a bubble, you're going out around the world. Even if you are vaccinated, you are encountering this virus all the time. That's something that I haven't seen anyone mention. They're acting like everyone who's vaccinated is in a bubble, and the only way they can get additional immunity is to get this extra booster, when the fact of the matter is every time that a vaccinated person goes out and about and interacts with that virus, their body is building up that that response to how to fight it. Oh, we saw it this time. Oh, we kicked its ass. Oh, we saw it this time. We kicked its ass. No one's in a bubble. No one's hiding anymore, but they're acting like they are. And I don't see anyone talking about that. You're very right. I also don't understand how vaccinated. Have you ever noticed this? Isn't it odd that all the vaccinated people are the ones that are freaking out and are anxious yeah. about being around those who are unvaccinated? Yeah. I mean, why did yeah. you get the vaccine in the first place? If it doesn't protect you at all, yeah. why are you going to behave like you're the ones in fear? It's amazing to me that us. And what does the their fear say? That, that, that we walk around not scared. Why are you so scared? You think you got this armor of protection? Why don't you act like it? Yeah, <laughs> they just can't. And, and if you're, and if you're afraid, admit it. Wait, admit why it would you work. inject something in your body if it doesn't protect you at all? Exactly why would you walk right. around with a mask on and talk about the fact that you're protected and you're putting a foreign thing in your body only to say, "Oh, you're gonna kill me"? You know what it means to me? It means you're trash. It means that these people on the radical left, frankly. I don't want to say the words need to die, but the fact that you're afraid. It's insanity. It's insanity. Yeah. You don't need to die. I don't want to They do create, the the vaccines do create a small uh, immune response, right? Your body does generate an immune response with the vaccines. The question is, how long does it last? 
the question is, is the juice worth the squeeze? Are the, are the side effects worse than the benefit you get it? I mean, I've been saying this for a long time on the show. If you are on that show, my 600 pound life, and you need to be brought into the hospital with a forklift, chances are the vaccine might be a good, a good option for you. Because if you get any virus, you're, you're probably not going to do well. If you are 120 years old, and you don't want to get the virus, maybe it's a good option for you because you're not going to live long enough to, to deal with the consequences down the road. I mean, that's what these vaccines, that's what we used to talk about. Like, oh, give it to the people who really, really need it, who who, yeah. who could die if someone even just looks at them the wrong way. But it's so, now so we're vaccinating children. Oh, no kidding. So let's talk about some of these uh, shots, okay? Let's talk about Pfizer and Moderna's uh, immunity. They do provide some initial immunity, boosting of T-cell activity and antibodies. All right, so you two, in the normal media, the mass media, what has Pfizer and Moderna said? And you see it on CNN, you see it everywhere. What are they saying? How long does their immunity last for their shots? Pfizer and Moderna, how long? Six months-ish, that's what they're admitting. I mean, yeah. Six months, and then they say you need a booster. What did Johnson and Johnson just admit to? What did Johnson and Johnson just admit to a couple weeks ago? Six months and you're at thirteen percent efficacy. Oh, two weeks. It's well, only yeah, two two months immunity. Yeah, w- w- once so you get to six Anthony months, Fauci. they say it's only thirteen percent effective. <laughs> so they asked Anthony Fauci, "What about the Johnson and Johnson shot? Only having a two month immunity?" And what was his response? Uh, I guess we should have done two shots from the beginning. That's what he said. Which is ridiculous. Are you serious? Yeah. This is how stupid these people are. Then you get to four. Dr. Artis, I literally want to throw some. (laughs) How are people this dumb? How are people this stupid? How are they this dumb? I know. know. Brownstone.org, I just have to say, when you look at that study that's compiled of 128 research studies, look at number two and number three. Those are my favorites on the list. But the European... Journal of Immunology, dated September 24th. They actually came out and were able to prove that in these last two years alone, they were able to determine in Finland that the person who got COVID from a year ago, they still have robust immunity to the Delta variant 15 months later. This was actually published September 24th of this year. And COVID's only been around the last I've two had years. COVID. Yeah, jo- Joe's celebrating because he's uh, had COVID like three or four I, times. Woo, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Listen, no, I had COVID really bad in November of 2020. Really bad. So, I mean, I mean, the doc came over and gave me ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine. You must have been in Wuhan Z-pack. when you got that one. Uh, man, I'm telling you, I had it so bad. My oxygen level was below 70%. They wanted me to go to the hospital. It was right in the middle of all the stuff that I uncovered about the election fraud. People were trying to kill me. They came to my house with guns. They were sending powder to my house. It was really bad. I had security 24 hours a day, seven days a week, trying to make sure they'd keep me alive. And in the middle of it, they go, you need to go to the hospital. And I was like, the hell I am. (laughs) You get some radical leftist doctor that says, ah, he's going to kill this guy. It was perfect, right? So the doctor came to me, gave me IVs, gave me all the stuff that I needed. I recovered. Once he gave me the uh, ivermectin, by the way, I was good. Since then, I've been like a superhero. I, awesome. I haven't gotten sick ivermectin, at all. 
Ivermectin's got 63 studies from 18 countries proving that in less than 48 hours with COVID-19, it stops the COVID-19 disease process and stops transmission in less than 48 hours. Joe and Max, do you know what's amazing about those numbers? They're true. The fact sheets for each of the three vaccines right now, Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson, the fact sheets that the FDA makes that goes out with every vial that they're supposed to give to you if you ask for them, it actually says on every single one of them, these shots do not protect you from getting COVID-19, nor do they stop no. you from transmitting it to other people. It's just, it's, just, uh-huh. it's just like what you see on the, on the box of, mas- of masks. Let's this just sue mask does not let's just do a let's COVID-19. just do 300 million people. Who's with me? Let's just sue 300. I'm let's just you. sue all of them, just all together. 300 you. million people. Let's sue the federal government and tell them to go piss off. I'm because these people don't represent us. They represent themselves. Yep. They represent themselves. Well, I'll tell you, I've got one one intention and one goal, and that is to get Anthony Fauci in prison and then sentenced to death. That's my goal. Number one. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right now. I want I want to take all of these people, all 7,431 elected officials in this country. I want to take the unelected bureaucrats that are in these deals. And we said this this morning. I'm going to tell you right now what we said. Somebody called me and said, Joe, because I always tell them, that, I go, look, violence is not the issue we, or not the answer. We are not violent people. We want to take back our country by using the means that are available to us. And I go, and by the way, who would you shoot? You don't know who your target is. So he walked away, came back, and he goes, Joe, we found out what the target is. And I go, oh, we're in trouble. Because if people, if one guy's talking about it, I promise you a lot more are. They said, our target are our elected leaders that are standing against the American people. They're all compromised, and they're here to hurt the American people. So we just take out those 7,400 people that are standing against the American people. And you got to make a decision. Are you over here with the Americans, or are you over here with the terroristic communist leftists? And I is there a real way to overthrow them? Because you are absolutely right. Well, you don't want to. Well, I don't want to tell you that I'm right. Stop for a minute, because I stopped him and said, (laughs) "Stop, stop." Okay, now you have one target. He goes, "Joe, you told me to go find a target," and I went, "Shit." Sorry, Mr. (laughs) Producer, you're gonna have to bleep that one out. But what I mean by that (laughs) is that there's no consequences for these people. No, Rachel talked about this morning that the school boards are basically overruling the governor who comes out and says, here's the, here's the rules. And they're like, ah, we, we're not going to listen to you. They don't listen because we live in a lawless society where criminals rule the day. So now we start beating, kicking the teeth in of the, of the criminals. When Antifa and the BLM go to the streets and they try to burn stuff down, we just shoot them. And look, I'm telling you right now, if you're a BLM and Antifa member, you might want to rethink your membership because people in this country, we're tired of it. And what Kyle Rittenhouse trial actually taught us is that if we get a hundred of those people in the street, a thousand of those people in the street, come for us, bro. Come for us because we're tired of it. You're a bunch of terrorists. They're a bunch of terrorists. So we take them out and then we start having a conversation about walking in to these elected officials offices and saying, you're fired, pick up their furniture, throw it outside, say, go find a new job. You can't do that. Yes, I can. Yes, I can, because that's what people like the Secretary of State in Colorado did when they took out an elected person in office that uncovered election fraud in Mesa County. That's what's happening with these hospitals who are killing Americans. They are murdering Americans and saying, oh, I'm sorry, as they cash checks for $40,000, $70,000. Dr. Artis, I'm telling you, I don't want to get to violence, but I'm also going to tell you this. 
the spirit of the American people, we are on the fringes of the beaches of Normandy right now. And we have to make a decision. And that decision is, do we stand up for American values and save American lives? Or do you let these pieces of trash like Anthony Fauci and Joe illegitimate Biden and Kamala Cameltoe Harris, all those people, do we let all of those people do the things they're doing to our nation because they're destroying it in a very short period of time and we must stop it. The only way to stop it is to get rid of them. I think we're at a critical place and frankly, I think it should clack off. And I think no better day for it to clack off than it's gonna be Thanksgiving, I hope it doesn't. And I'm not calling for violence, but I'm telling you that there are a lot <laughs> of people. But if it's going to happen, it better be tomorrow. But it better be tomorrow. No, no but I, I say no, that. I say that being a little bit funny, but at the same time, I say that because it's very serious. What they're doing to our country and our children. And we haven't even started talking about gender fluidity and critical race theory and, and the fact that in most inner city environments, the kids can't read past a sixth grade level because they don't concentrate on that. They concentrate on the fact of making them a victim. We have evil people in our society, and they have infiltrated every part of our government and they have for decades. And people like Anthony Fauci, you're right. He should hang. That guy should hang. He should hang from the, the town he square. Should, he's tortured. And when we're done with him, we should drag him behind a car till every body part falls off his body. Sorry, that's Amen. how I feel about it. I agree. That's exactly how I feel. Can I throw it in yeah. Can I introduce your audience to another evil human being in America that no one knows oh, yeah. about yet? Yeah. So we talked about these hospital protocols, and I'm just going to real quick. This drug remdesivir, they are targeting the elderly to use this drug to poison them to death. Do you know that the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services are actually bribing all hospitals with a 20% bonus payout if they'll just use remdesivir on all 65-year and older Americans in this country? So not only do they pay out $2,400 for every five-day treatment of remdesivir, they're bribing the hospitals with a 20% bonus payout. Bonus. That's $3,000. And there is one individual everyone needs to know. The head of the CMS.gov, the director, her name is Chiquita Brooks Lasor. She's an African-American female that heads the CMS. And you, you need to know, Anthony Fauci's the greatest serial killer in American soil, period. His accomplice, number two, is Chiquita Brooks Lasore, and we should get her out of that damn position, and we should hold her just as guilty of murdering 65-year and older Americans by bribing hospitals to murder them and poison them with remdesivir. What's her name? Do you know? Oh, like like, how, how like Chiquita Banana. Chiquita, yeah. what's your name? Q-U-T-A, Brooks-Lasur, L-A-S-U-R-E. That's, like that's like that's like a final round spelling bee word. Spell yep. it. Chiquita Brooks-Lasur. Brooks-Lasur. <laughs> She's in a sentence. Yep. She's killing people. Oh, okay. She is. <laughs> I mean, I thought hiring people to kill other people, you know, I thought they called that murder for hire. I think they go to prison, too. I think they go to jail, too. I think they get the death penalty, too. Give it to both of them, Anthony Fauci and his accomplice. Yeah. Her. Just, and you know, 26.9% she, of all Americans 65 years and older who have actually been given remdesivir for five days for COVID-19, 26.9% of them have died. And the CMS is going to bribe all hospitals with a 20% bonus payout. If you don't believe me, go to any search engine, Google, DuckDuckGo, it doesn't matter. Type in cms.gov, 20% bonus payout remdesivir. 
hit search and then click the first link. It takes you right to it. You'll see the yeah. page. They give CMS is giving all the hospitals in this country the codes to just put on their insurance claim forms to get paid with an additional bonus payout to point it, poison Medicare age patients to death. It's disgusting. I'm so sick of these people getting away with murder. So disgusting. I hate yeah. it. And then they're medically kidnapping your loved ones. Oh, it sucks. I hate it. So this is an article about it. But if you actually do a search for CMS.gov on a search engine, it'll bring up CMS.gov's link on their page. It's pretty disgusting. Wow. Wow. Well, I, I'm going to take a, a quick moment to remind everyone, if you haven't already, make sure you check out the Conservative Daily Store. If we can put up my screen, Mr. Producer, we have these T-shirts. This is a collaboration between me and Joe. Communist no, it's vaccine not. slavery. It's, it's, yeah, it it's is. Mine. I it's designed mine. the image. You you did yeah, the work. No, no, no. I got, I got the. Yeah, but the slavery is more impactful. Uh, <laughs> it's a collaboration. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Communist vaccine slavery T-shirts available now at Conservative Daily Store store.conservative-daily.com. And first time we're going to announce this here as a bonus for Black Friday weekend. We have a promo code. People have been asking for promo codes. We couldn't get the promo code for shipping to work quite the way it should, but we have a promo code 10 off T E N O F F all orders over $125. will get 10 bucks off that'll cover shipping. So use promo code 10 off T E N O F F to pick up your conservative daily gear this weekend that ends um, Monday night. So that, that, that promo code goes away on Tuesday. So make sure you use it this weekend. Why am I? Why am I quiet? Why am uh -huh. I? Why is it? Uh -huh. I mean, I, was I, I read the ad. Let's take it down. I know it's, it's a very compelling ad. People get sucked into the ads. Yeah, but <laughs> but we have that long silence for the audio version. So guys, I'm really sorry. Okay, I'll cut that, that was Ma I'll cut that was Max doing <laughs> doing I'll the wild wild west. <laughs> I can't I can't whistle on demand. Okay, you can't either. <laughs> stop, please, 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 please stop. You know, we laugh and we have, a, we have f fun with this, but I got to tell you, it, it's not funny. It's not funny. It, what we're dealing with right now is it's murder. It's, it's genocide of the American people. It's murdering the American people. And it's doing it in such a way that they're creating chaos in the streets. So you can't see what's happening to your loved ones. And you want to believe, you, you want to believe that these are good people, but they're not. They're not good people. They're evil, evil, evil people. And the mainstream media is trash. And they've infected every part of our lives. And if we don't get to that place where we stand up now, there'll be nothing to stand up for tomorrow. We're going into Thanksgiving, and they want to cancel that. They literally want to cancel Thanksgiving. They've canceled everything else. And we've allowed them because they bullied us. And the only way to deal with bullies, Dr. Artis, is to do what? How do you deal with a bully? You stand up to the bully, and you punch him in the face. You punch him in the face. You knock his run. teeth out. Yep. That's how you deal with the bully. And that's where we are right now. And I'm not going to apologize because the bully needs to go down. They are terrorists. We are de dealing with terrorists. We are dealing with, with left-wing radical terrorists. These people are liars. They are everything they say they are fighting against. They are the scum of every part of this world. They are the evil that we must eradicate. And frankly... I'll pray for him after it's done, after the fight is done. But I'm done apologizing for the fact that I feel like the only way to defeat them is to beat the living hell out of them, because I think that's the only way to get you get through to them. So, Joe, how do you think, uh, what, what do you think it's going to take 
to get America's attention, those that are not awake yet to the tyranny of this or the fact that America is lost, period, once you start mandating drugs that are experimental. I mean, the liberties of America have just been questioned, thrown out the window. You, you can't mandate stuff here like that. It's ridiculous. Is it really going to take people physically watching five to 11 year old children dying within 48 hours of getting these shots? Is that really what it's going to take? Are we going to have to create a video that shows 100,000 children dying and just play four second clips of every single kid's death and their obituaries over a 10 hour long video? Is that what it's going to take before people go, holy crap, is there something wrong? I, mean, I don't get it. I don't understand. What's it going to take? At what point do we wake up? The next what round of it? lockdowns. It's going to be the next round you of think? lockdowns. Yeah, I think people are going to be tired of it. People have been vaccinated yeah, twice and they've gotten their fifth booster at that point and then telling them they need to hide inside. I think that's going to wake them up. Good. Well, yeah. I'm waiting for something. So so just so you know, in Denver, the, the Denver Broncos announced Wednesday that the mass will be required in Power Field at Mile High starting Sunday for the game against Los Angeles Chargers. They're remasking. And they're remasking people in the middle of a place where there's not a pandemic. People are waking up to it, but they're not waking up fast enough. And, and I got to tell you something. I think that I know, I know what it's going to take. I know what it's going to take. It's going to take an event where a thousand men, and Dr. Artis, I said this at the church, and I know that Fox News picked up on it. They wouldn't say my name, by the way. It was, it was really interesting. So at the last Reawaken America tour, I said, this is crazy. And let's go, Brandon. And the whole place erupted into let's go, Brandon. So they played the video of Let's Go Brandon. Oh, it's so disrespectful. It's in a church. He's saying, Let's Go Brandon. It really means F you Biden. And I thought to myself, I didn't say F you Biden, though. It doesn't matter what I said. It wasn't disrespectful. It was, it was a play on words. But we're talking it, about the one Brandon in the crowd. The one yeah, guy. So, but, but here's the greatest <laughs> part about the entire deal. They're so afraid of me. They are so afraid of me in the mainstream media. They're afraid to actually say, let's shed a light on the information that Joe has brought to the, the forefront on elections. They did not say my name, not once. So I texted a few people that are in media, and I was like, why didn't you say my name? They're like, you know why we didn't say your name. I, I have <laughs> these little funny little things that go back and forth with, with major newscasters across the country. And they laugh, and they're like, Joe, you know we can't say your name. And one of them finally admitted, Joe, I've been told that you are persona non grata, not to say your name, because they are afraid of what you're saying in public. They're afraid of you. And Dr. Artis, they're afraid of us. It's not me. It's just the fact that I'm talking, I'm talking a language that most Americans understand. They're afraid of us. And so when you were on I here agree. before this, I want to say this for everyone that's listening. When you're on this before this, I was like, man, hey, thanks for being in the fight. And you're like, oh, man, it's... It's, it's, it's a lot. It's a, I want to just, I want it to be over. And I said to you, you know, if it was easy, it wouldn't be worth it. If it was easy, God wouldn't put you on that path. If it was easy and you could just hit the, you know, easy button, then we wouldn't be on this, pla this place to restore and to create what I believe is the greatest revival in the history of mankind. This is the greatest time to be alive. And so, you know, we're, we're, we're going to continue to fight through this. You're going to continue to fight. Yes, right? I will. And, 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 I, and I, I want to just say I commend you. And we're going to give you the last word 
here because we're running out of time, but I commend you for all of the work that you're doing, the courage that you have, the fact that you stand against adversity and you just do it fearlessly. Courage is more infectious than fear, and you've shown that. And I think you the more of us that right. do this, the better we will be collectively. So last word to you, Dr. Artis. Thanks for being on the show. My, my last words would be stay away from hospitals, trust early treatment, trust ivermectin, trust hydroxychloroquine. There's actually resources for you. Here's my last things. Go to myfreedoctor.com. Go to synergyhealthdpc.com. They can help you get these prophylactically at home and they'll direct mail them to you from compound pharmacies. Number two, protect the children at all costs. Myocarditis, I just read it from the American Heart Association. They just said mRNA vaccines, which is what Pfizer is. It's the only one they're gonna give to five and 11 year old kids. It causes heart inflammation and damage. It's called myocarditis. 50%, 50% of all the children that get myocarditis will be dead in five years. Yeah. And five. pericarditis. 20% 20, 20 will be dead in two years. There is no part of this that's okay. They do not need the shots. Every parent, every grandparent, every teacher in this country the children they're saying need to be vaccinated have 100% of them survived this entire pandemic. They're still walking around and they're totally fine. They already survived the entire pandemic, two years worth. They do not need a vaccine now. They don't ever need one, ever. Please stand up and protect your children. These vaccines will only provide harm of any kind, zero benefit. Excellent final word. Well, I, I got to tell you that um, it, it's time. People wanted to know where the line was. I'm telling you where the line is. The line is here. It's now. You got to choose a side, good versus evil. That's it. The line is very thin. You're either a communist, Marxist, piece of trash, or you are an American. You either stand up for the freedoms of America and you stand against this greed and corruption and, and thirst for power or you stand against it in the way to let criminals run the streets and do whatever they're doing. This Brooks guy who ran over and killed eight people, including an eight-year-old little boy. Oh, is it up to eight? I heard it was six. I'm, I'm sorry, eight-year-old boy, six people. Up to, he's yeah. the, He is the sixth victim. But eight-year-old boy never will see life because of the hate of this piece of trash who was let out on the street by this DA who let him out on a $1,000 bond while he was wanted in another state an extraditable crime. There is nothing to be said about our criminal justice system and our justice system that would instill justice. There's nothing about our medical community that would, ins that would instill any sort of confidence in the fact that they stand up for good. There's nothing about our legislative group. There's nothing about our judicial, or excuse me, our, our uh, executive branch that would instill any sort of confidence in the American people. So the time is now. We're done. Get density, get in the street, get out there, evict these people, and let's start over. Because frankly, I've had enough, and Dr. Artis, you've had enough, and thank you for being on the show. You guys are awesome. Thank you. And thank you for defending and standing up for American freedom. I got your back. I'll be your huckleberry. Hmm. All right. Thank you. I need one. Happy Thanksgiving. All right. Happy Thanksgiving to you guys too. Yeah. Stay God safe, everybody. You. All right. God bless you. Almost out of time. You wanted to reserve the last couple of minutes or something you wanted to talk about. Take it away, Joe. Yeah. So, um, look, I, I keep talking about the fact that I'm just, I'm done. I'm done. You should be done. You know, when my kids get to the place where they, they act like idiots, I'm like, it's the fire comes out of my ears, my eyes. And they're like, Whoa, 
dad's mad. You know, maybe I shouldn't have done that. And they learn, they learn from it. Don't put your hand on the stove more than once. In America, we keep putting our hand on the stove. We keep, we keep wanting to trust our government. We keep wanting to trust these people. We look around our community, we see people in our community that work in these environments, and we forget that they're just EBITs. Their job's to go there and to serve a function. And most of the time, that function runs about 800 times slower than it would if you were in the private sector, and it costs about 800 times more. We talk every day about the crime and corruption of the federal government, the state government, the fact that they abuse their power and seek out retribution against Americans, and yet we do nothing about it. So when does it get to the point where we stop sitting out there with pickets and saying, oh, you need to take care of us, and we step to the front of the line and we throw these pieces of trash out on the street? We are there. We're there. I am thankful on this Thanksgiving. I am thankful. I am so thankful for the opportunities that God gave me. He gave me opportunities, and he rose me up for such a time as this. And, yeah, he gave me a bunch of cool things along the way. I had some great cars, houses, you know, vacations. My kids had, were blessed with amazing schools. I got time with them. I got to coach soccer. I got to play football. I got to wrestle. I got to do lots of things in my life. I have been blessed beyond anything that I think that I actually deserve. The most dangerous people in the world are those that have everything to lose, not nothing to lose. And yet all of us sit here. We sit here and we have this conversation about what the next step is. Like, what is next? We never want great to be the enemy of good. We don't want to put ourselves in a position where we forget about the least among us. I've spent my life serving those that are least, that have the least. I mentor kids that are in places where they've never had the opportunity I've had, giving them the ability to see that there's great opportunities in the future. I spent my life doing that. I've given unselfishly my entire life. I stepped in this effing fight, not because it benefited me at all. Matter of fact, it's been the greatest kind of suck of joy out of my life that I've ever experienced. Yet I continue to do it every single day. I talk to people. Sometimes I'm not on the podcast. Sometimes I am. But I chase truth. I chase truth with Lynn Wood. I trace, chase truth with, truth with Dr. Artis. I talk very truthfully, very authentically with Rachel Rodriguez this morning. And I said, listen, at some point we have to get to the place where we now understand who the target is. We now understand when we're running on the beach who the target is. And it was like an aha moment that came to me today. And I said, listen, we know who the target is. These people are, they're compromised. And they continue to do things to take away the joy in our lives and to take away our children. They have made pawns out of all of us. And they made our children victims. All yeah. while distorting reality and changing the facts. Calling what happened in Wisconsin a car accident rather than a terroristic act. No, you see the latest one. It was a holiday parade tragedy. Yeah. It's or not a, ho a, tragedy. a holiday parade accident. It's not. They won't even call I'm, it a Christmas parade. I'm telling you right now, we have done so many things. I have sacrificed everything. And that is not even the, I'm not even the biggest sacrifice. Mike Lindell continues to sacrifice. Other people continue to sacrifice. And they look at it and say, how can I destroy Lynn Wood, sacrifice. 
General Flynn, sacrifice. I could walk down the line. Sidney Powell, massive sacrifice. Continues to sacrifice. And they isolate and they come after her and they treat her badly because they are afraid of the truth. And we are the ones that are stopping that truth from being pushed out there because we don't talk about it enough. Like, I'm not here to preach at you. I'm here to talk to you about the fact that God brought you here. You're at this time right now. You are alive right now. You are in this world right now for a reason. And that reason is very simple. For such a time as this, do you have courage? This is the ultimate test. Were you built to stand up or to stand down? And I truly believe that, as Lynn said, that those that God knows will not stand up, then you're banished to hell. And you know what? He doesn't care about you because he knew you were going to go to hell to begin with. But surprise him and stand up for your kids. Stand up for the kids you don't have. Stand up for your grandkids, generations you'll never know. Be unselfish. Use that one word, unselfish. That one word, use that and live your life by it and see what happens on the other side. You're like, I'm hungry, Joe. It didn't work out very well. And I would tell you, okay, but it will. I will gladly trade in my suit for work boots. 100% of the time, because you're worth it. And as we go into Thanksgiving, I'm going to tell you this. Be thankful. Be thankful for all the blessings you have, as literal, as big as they may be, because you were reserved for a time such as this. There's no better time in the history of this world to be alive than right now. Yeah, that is very true. Well, we will end it with that. That's going to be it for this edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. If you like the podcast, make sure you subscribe to all the different audio editions. Um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, all great places. We also have Uncle Tom Talks. Um, that's that's on all the, the big podcast uh, streamers. So make sure you check out all of that as well. If you text the word FREEDOM to 89517, you'll get added to our text alert system with a notification telling you when we go live. It's 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. Eastern every day, but sometimes you need a little no- a little notification. But those text alerts will also tell you what we're talking about and how, when, and where you can watch. So make sure you, you sign up for the text alerts if you haven't already. That's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. My name is Max McGuire. My name is Joe Altman. And remember, everyone, the fight to take back our country isn't over yet, but the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together. <laughs>